Promoting a healthy environment is a priority in Johnson County. On this episode, learn about a regional effort to improve sustainability. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, the Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. This week, the Board of County Commissioners heard a presentation on the Casey Regional Climate Action Plan. Here to tell us what that is and why it's so important is Brian Elferman with the Johnson County Department of Health and Environment. Thanks for being here. Hi, Teresa. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's just go ahead and get started by talking about first your role with the county. What do you do? Well, I, I may be biased, but I think I have the best job at the county. I'm the, I'm the sustainability program manager, and uh, my role is to, to lead our sustainability initiatives, uh, act as our internal consultant to all of our, our county departments, and then I also communicate our work, uh, specifically our sustainability work, to the public. And so not only what we're doing as an organization, but how they can get involved and, and so truly no two days are alike. And, and, and my job is to make the county more economically, environmentally and, and socially sustainable, which is fantastic to be able to do that in my own backyard. All right. And, you know, obviously there's been a whole lot of focus on the pandemic recently, but we're starting to hear a lot more about climate change. And so pretty timely topic here. Um, you got to speak to the board today about the Casey Regional Climate Action Plan. So can you tell us what exactly that is? Sure. Well, the, the Regional Climate Action Plan was an effort that grew out of, uh, it was kind of a grassroots effort uh, from a group of concerned residents and, and ultimately became a true regional effort to get our arms around uh, how we collectively tackle the challenges of climate change and, and its effects on our region. And, and so the, um, over the last two years, we've developed this, uh, this regional climate action plan through the process of doing a regional greenhouse gas emissions inventory, a climate risk and vulnerability assessment, uh, a lot of community engagement um, and, and input from the stakeholders and, and ultimately what we came up with was uh, a goal to be net zero by 2050. And, and we'll do that through emissions reduction strategies, adaptation initiatives, things like that. Uh, but, but it's really a, a, a collective group, group effort uh, regionally and, uh, and took into account uh, as many elements of our community as possible. And we're pretty proud of it as a plan. Um, and, and the hard work of course will come in, in implementation. And so can you talk a little bit about why it's important to do this work at a regional level? Yeah, well, to begin with, it's, it's powerful. It's always powerful to know that others are on the same path as you, um, that you're confronted with, with similar challenges, you search for uh, similar resources. But even more than that, speaking as a region, uh, we experience climate change in much the same way and, and can tackle them similarly as well. Uh, so we, we'll experience storms very similarly regionally. We have uh, similar resources available to us. Many of us use the same utilities, uh, for example. Uh, we, we enjoy the same parks. Uh, of course, we know that we, we crisscross jurisdictional boundaries every day, seemingly. So a problem as large as 
climate change and its impact on our community almost has to be dealt with uh, on, on not only a regional level, but certainly a national level and global level. Uh, but, but regionally is where we can really um, collectively assemble our like resources and our like interests and tackle them together. And so what sorts of things are included in the plan? Well, there's a lot. I mentioned uh, uh, emissions reduction strategies is a big element. And so uh, when we did our, our greenhouse gas emissions inventory, what we found, which was not surprising, but uh, energy usage is our largest emissions source. So residential buildings, commercial buildings, energy use uh, comprise about two thirds uh, roughly of our, of our emissions and then transportation emissions account for about another third. Uh, and then there's you know a smattering of, of the waste sector and, um, and industrial emissions and so forth. But so knowing that, um, that's where we're gonna get the biggest impact. If we can make buildings more efficient, if we can make uh, communities more walkable and, and decrease the uh, amount of cars on the road, things like that, those are where we're going to see the biggest impact. Um, so speaking for us as a, as a local government organization, what can we do? We have very substantial energy management programs here. Um, and, and we've seen great results from really paying attention to how our buildings use energy and not only our buildings, but, but truly our whole operations. We, we, we operate Johnson County wastewater, of course. We have a fleet of vehicles that are out in the community every day. And so really looking at those and uh, how we can make those more efficient is not only, not only has great climate impact benefits, but also benefit our organization economically. So they have cost savings contributed to them too. Um, so those are the types of things that are in the plan, of course, that um, everybody is interested in from uh, various perspectives, but primarily as far as the plan is concerned, it makes uh, great climate impact benefits. And that's what we're looking for. So does the plan itself commit Johnson County to doing any particular things? Are these suggestions or is does it outline, you know, step by step what we're going to do? Yeah, uh, completely voluntary. Uh, no, it doesn't bind Johnson County to doing anything. Um, but but truthfully, we're already doing a lot uh, that's in the plan. Uh, if you if you spend any time with it, you will see our work pointed out pretty extensively. So so we are uh, well ahead of the curve in working on this. But the plan itself is nothing more than a voluntary flexible framework for anybody for any community to use for their purposes so we get to use that as a as a framework to both look at the work that we're currently doing and and, and in a lot of cases being successful with but also um, look at what we can do better uh, this is this is something that that we can use as the planning commission is going through updating the comprehensive plan they can pull this out and say, well, what does the, what does the climate action plan have to say about land use, uh, for example? Parks and Rec will use this in their master planning process, looking at uh, what does the climate action plan say about carbon sequestration and converting turf grass to, to native prairie, for example. So there's a lot of options in here. There's a lot of menu options in here that we'll simply be able to use. It's, it's a tool for us to use to to better our organization and have a greater climate impact on our community. And so you presented today to the, the board. Can you talk a little bit about um, 
you know, just some of the, the questions you got and, and what action they took. Yeah, well, and we did a study session uh, about a month ago, uh, a little over a month ago, I guess, two months ago now, um, and, and had great conversation, had great engagement uh, from the commission. So there, the, the action they took today was to endorse the plan, really just acknowledge that there's good things in there, uh, again, a lot of which we're already doing, but acknowledging it as a, as a beneficial tool, a useful tool for us to use going forward. Um, so we were, we were very proud of the, um, of the statement of leadership that that, that made uh, today. But, but some of the questions, of course, are how do we know how we're making progress? Um, how, how do we track this? How do we know what others are doing? Uh, and, and that's all part of the collaborative regional approach to this. Uh, one of the, the next steps in this regional effort is going to be establish, establishing a, leadership, a, a regional uh, leadership group. Uh, and so that's where we'll be able to foster even more collaboration, um, guide the plan implementation, and facilitate community engagement, that sort of thing. So, so we'll be um, designing and developing things like perhaps even a scorecard that, that a community could work through and say, well, where are we on these particular initiatives? How do we know where we're starting from? And how do we know what we should work on? And in, in the sense of being transparent, that will allow the other collaborators in the region to know what others are working on and what challenges are they facing? What resources have they rounded up to help them in their work so that each community doesn't have to reinvent the wheel for what they're trying to tackle for their specific community. And, and those are the exciting things that, um, that the plan calls for. That's certainly some of the questions that the commissioners had and, and all good questions and, um, and we'll keep marching forward with it. You know, climate change seems like such a massive undertaking and it's hard to imagine that a single person can have any sort of impact on that. And so um, kind of a key message for our listeners, what are some of those simple things that they can do to have an impact? Yeah, well, so much, and it's easy to get overwhelmed <laughs> with something like climate change. Uh, but but one of the, the tenets of the Climate Action Plan is that while nobody can do everything, everybody can do something. Um, and that's an important thing to keep in mind, whether you're a local government pursuing climate action strategies or you're an individual pursuing climate action strategies, that there is something that you can do. There is a level of engagement that you can participate in that does have impact. So whether that's volunteering for a local organization and, and finding those that are currently doing the work and supporting them, or, uh, or simply starting to compost at home, you know, ride your bike to, uh, to the store uh, instead, of, instead of take your car, even some of those little things. How do you, um, how do you engage your workplace, for example, in some of these initiatives? Uh, there's a lot of resources out there uh, to be able to lean on and uh, and the internet is not short on any of them so they're <laughs> they're easily found but the important thing really to remember is to do something and to keep making in incremental progress uh, so that collectively we're all doing more uh, and individually that comes down to all of us doing something and not to instill fear in anyone but i mean if people do nothing, if we don't care about this issue, what are the consequences of that? Well, yes, and, and, and it's another element that the plan talks about too, is, is that we know that doing nothing is harmful. 
Um, it, it's almost like the Hippocratic Oath of, of medicine, you know, do no harm. Doing nothing in this case is harmful. So, so we do need to make progress. Um, we do need to hold those accountable to helping create that progress. And, and that's incumbent upon all of us from an individual level to a business level, to a, uh, to a local government level. Uh, it's incumbent upon all of us to, to know what's right, to know what the solutions are and the strategies that need to be pursued and to pursue them. Um, and so I, I'm not by any means a doom and gloom guy. Uh, I, I wouldn't last long in this job if I were. Um, so I, 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 the advice I always give everybody is don't get too down. Don't get too, there are, there are positives at every turn and there are a great deal of people making positive forward progress every single day. And that's what we need to hang on to and, uh, and continue making that progress. All right, great information. And just a last question here. Can you uh, tell us where we can go to get more information, ideas on, on things to do and learn more about the action plan? Sure. Well, a great place to, to get information on the action plan is kcmetroclimateplan.org. Uh, that's where you can download a copy of the plan. You can also, for you light readers, because it is uh, many, many pages, there's an executive summary if you'd like to, if you'd like to read the two-page version. Uh, but that, that's the go-to website for information about the plan. And I know it's continually being updated with, with new information about what progress is being made regionally. And that's, that's a go-to source for information. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and providing this great information that we hope will help uh, our listeners. I appreciate the invitation. Thanks. For All listening. right. And thank you for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JokoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jokogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.